0: Hello friends, Uncle Marp here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, the show for IT professionals and managed service providers, where we try to help you do things in your business, in your network, sometimes in your life, better, smarter, and faster. We are continuing our summer series with ConnectWise. We are talking about the 2023 Pitch It competition, and as per usual, I have with me the Rubber Ducky, Band of Summer, Sean Lardo. Sean, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm doing great. I feel like I'm missing my trucker hat now. <laughs> yes, um, you are. <laughs> I am. I'm looking around. Like, I don't know how I don't have one. Was, oh, you know what? I, okay.
0: Yeah. This mates for great audio uh, for a podcast. As I fill the air, Sean has left the stage looking for some pink
1: hat. John there. Ah, it's the John Deere hat. Okay. If I'm be a rubber ducky, I mean, if I'm the rubber ducky, I mean, he was a convoy. He he led that dude. He did. So so here you go. Right. I'm in.
0: All right. You brought the hammer down.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: let's uh continue on here with the show and talk about what we're here for. And that is the Pitch It competition. We are coming close to the end of interviewing uh-huh. your emerging vendors. But for people that may have tuned in just for the very first time... Just for this vendor, why don't you tell people what is the Pitch It program?
1: Absolutely. So Pitch It is a ConnectWise sponsored, shark-like, shark tank-like competition. And it's looking for the emerging vendors in the space, startup emerging vendors, that are going to be complementary to the ecosystem for ConnectWise, most importantly, be able to support the mission of the MSPs. Uh, But as I mentioned, this is a competition. So right now we have 26 vendors in. And they're all competing, trying to become one of the three finalists to be able to go to IT Nation Connect and to pitch live on stage in front of the crowd. And by the way, the three finalists get free booth space. Finalists at IT Nation Connect—that's already one victory, one prize. But then they're all working to try to be first place and win the grand prize of seventy thousand dollars. Second place, thirty thousand. Third place—well, we already established dollar store steak knives. Yes, dollar store. Take knives. Sweet. So exactly. that's good.
0: So we are continuing on the uh, road to Orlando, the March to
1: October. March to no <laughs> November. November. I was like, wait a minute. No, it's it's the road to Orlando to i Connect, the March to November, whatever one you want to call. It. We can do any one of those. I'm the, I like them all.
0: Well, okay. We'll figure that out at a later date, <laughs> but why don't we do this? Because not only are the vendors doing uh, these appearances on podcasts and kind of like the pre-show antics, you guys also
1: have the battle Royale that is coming up later. We do. We do. Uh, channel program, Matt Solomon, good friend of mine, good friend of the community in general. Um, he, last year, he, we did it last year. He, he agreed graciously to do it with us. Um, where the battle Royale will be happening uh, the end of the, the end of August? The exact dates are um, August 30th and well, it's August, what 24th, 29th and 31st is when they take place. Okay. So Thursday of the second, the last week of August, and then Tuesday and Thursday, of the following week. Got and that. that is a live pitch. So for all the MSPs listening these guys become a finalist from two different areas. One is they do the pitch on this for the battle royale. So, so voting is a big part of what happens for their, for their to help them with their success in moving on to the finalists. Um, and then there's also a separate pitch that's behind closed doors with other judges that are part of the um, the leadership for Connectwise, from everything from all product lines over to the merger acquisition groups to what everybody that's involved in the overall success of a business. Um, but this battle Royale is a big deal It is a live pitch. We strongly urge everybody to come to this and support these vendors, give them and and vote for your favorites. All right. Come down to.
0: All right, sir. So let's do this. Let's uh, of course, get you off stage so we can get the vendor on. And uh, this is all in an effort to get them to it nation, November 8th through the 10th. So Mm -hmm. Sean, tell us who you have today. Actually,
1: we have a, a guy that's a prior service guy. Better already. Um, I'm going to go too deep into that. Everybody knows we're just better. But uh, yeah, we're actually in, in new to the space at large for the most part. Um, we have on today Ian Garrett from Phalanx. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? Great to be here. All
2: right. You know what? I'm happy to have you. Um, you know, I could use a, a new set of uh, dollar store steak knives. So I, I got so you, here, That's what we're in here for. You don't oh. got you. I'm the
0: one picking out the steak knives. Well, that's true, <laughs> but it's on my budget. So. It, it is, yeah. and I will send you that invoice. Ian, nice to meet you, and thank you for your service.
2: Yeah, great, great to meet you as well. I right. really appreciate
0: it, Sean. Thank you for your service here. Now get out because we're running out of time.
2: Oh, oh fine. <laughs> Bye. Okay.
0: Uh, Ian, uh, again, nice to meet you, and we are talking about Phalanx today, and so from looking at it, this all sounds pretty technical when you get round right down to it, so quickly describe to
2: us what you guys do. Yeah, definitely. So we're a lightweight data loss prevention and document mapping solution, so if you think about uh All the sensitive documents or any documents that exist across existing workspaces, we want to itemize that for digital inventory so you know exactly what exists. And then we want to automate the way to protect that data so you don't have to worry about it getting leaked out.
0: So is this similar to like a document management system that a law firm would work with in their case management system or one of the copy vendors would provide as part of their scanning management stuff or is this completely different?
2: so it it is different, uh it could be used in those use cases, but think about maybe one of those in steroids' oh, okay. So, uh, what we found with a lot of existing data security uh, solutions out there was that they're siloed, and this is probably an issue that you know we're seeing across the board with cyber solutions in general is that every there's a one siloed solution for every little thing. So what we've done is overlay into existing workspaces like Office 365, Google workspaces, local machines, and turn those into secure systems. Instead of saying, you know, oh, we have a special phalanx cloud somewhere that you can store your stuff. It's, hey, what what are you using today? We'll turn that into. All right. So I
0: guess for somebody like me, managed service provider, we're trying to, you know, present this to our client. What would be. I guess kind of a real world scenario that we can tell them hey we've got this system that will map everything for you but what's the real world example that we can tell
2: them about Yeah so we have a number of uh customers both on the MSP side and and direct as well um that are using us for um encryption purposes so we we individually encrypt these documents in encryption zones so uh, when they have customers that are either, you know, a lot of them are finan- in the financial services sector or government contractors protecting, you know, PII, CUI, financial information, trade secrets, you know, they they already know the data that be protected. And then so they, the, our MSP customers are able to go to clients and say like, hey, we know that you have, because you know, their clients are like, I just want to make sure I'm compliant with compliances. I want to just make sure it's safe, I don't really care. So uh, you know the MSPs that we serve are able to then take our tool, distribute it out. You know, our our we wanted to make everything in a very human way. So, you know, from the end user, super transparent. Uh from the people managing the actual platform, it's super easy. Um made, you know, tailored it for that use actually for the MSP use case. Um, and then you know, obviously from the protection side again, seamless.
0: Okay. So since you're Saying that you guys don't have your own cloud or portal that we're you know uploading our documents to, can you give any sort of a secret sauce understanding of how would you take our documents in all these different locations and you know map them and encrypt them as you know is some sort of agent that gets thrown on the network or how does that work
2: yeah, so um, one of the things that was very important to how we wanted to do this is that we didn't want to become yet another storage environment for people's data so we do everything uh in place so as you mentioned there is an agent that gets pushed out it's very lightweight so you know easy as pushing zoom out to um various devices and then there's a, a chrome extension for the cloud environment so again everything can be pushed out in a very easy seamless way that or you know it doesn't require any kind of crazy kernel level integrations or you know a bunch of rule sets everything works out of the box um and then from there it, all the encryption occurs locally so on your desktop gets encrypted on your desktop in the cloud you know it gets encrypted in the cloud uh we do the key management on our end but uh, that's the only data that gets exchanged and part of that is the metadata that is uh, it stays resident to each file and then we do bubble that metadata, uh, so it's viewable and or portable to existing monitoring systems
0: okay this sounds like it could be zero
2: trust in
0: effect. Does that
2: sound right? It is. So it, it's uh, our, our flavor of it is zero trust data access. So obviously zero trust is this massive behemoth buzzword that has been being passed around for the past decade or so. Um, and, our, and our flavor of it is taking the you know, tracking who's accessing what, where, how, when. You know, It's stuff that you're already being able to do uh, on your network. You're already tracking that information for your devices and you're even already tracking that for people badging into the office. So we wanted to, you know, provide that capability and data relates you know, to those unstructured data across the workforce, regardless of the office, if they're at home, coffee shop. whatever.
0: All right. So since we're talking zero trust, we're talking encryption, we're talking about data mapping. A lot of these came into our world as an MSP over the last few years. When did you guys get started on this journey?
2: Yeah, so we founded the company in 2021. So it's been a little over two and a half years now. Um, been and, and honestly, we started developing it with MSPs in mind pretty early on. Um, because, you know, we, there was a number of MSPs that we we're chatting with and we're like, hey, this sounds like a great tool because, of, you know, that potentially for MSPs, because it's a data loss prevention tool that is functional, uh, at, on the team team level. So it's actually, regardless of the organization size, it's work, it can work there, so it doesn't have to be enterprise. And also, because we leverage automation and not these rule sets or policies, you know, you don't have to have a person sit there and define policies for every single organization. So a lot of the MSPs ears perked up because they were like, oh, we don't have to spend hours trying to push this to our clients. Um, and because of that, we're like, all right, well, hey, we're in the design phase. Let's make sure we design it with how... How do we best serve an MSP with our products? Um, that's what we learned about, you know, making sure we had tenancy, you know, a lot of APIs that are accessible to our product. You know, a lot of things that make it easier for an MSP to be able to push it out.
0: All right, I'm going to go a little sideways here. You said you started in 2021, of course, post-COVID. Probably a weird time to start, but what were some of the biggest challenges in getting started around that time?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a uh, component as de- as a result directly of of what we saw in COVID, um, and pretty much the reason for that too. The way is if you uh, think about you know, how cyber strategies have been shifting um, away from perimeter based security, which I've always said it's been at this point really just duct taped together, and COVID blew it out uh, because of all <laughs> the shift to remote right. work. Yeah. Um, but even then, you know, even now that we're going into hybrid work the the whole saAS application cloud computing that's why zero Trust is even gaining traction, so we were born out of that um, and we wanted to design something that was functional in that environment, and you know that's in what's evolving since then so I would say the although it has been challenging been challenging starting a company uh in that kind of environment, it actually for us I thought it was highly beneficial um, I was able to have conversations with people all over the country you know all over the world uh very easily multiple multiple locations in a single day because everyone was more comfortable with uh you know com- these virtual conversations in a way that you know it used to be hey if you can meet me <laughs> you know at this coffee shop then we could talk otherwise I'm-
0: okay now this sounds like it's really an enterprise type thing but since you're talking to msps i assume that You know, we're able to bring this down to the small business and what, what's the, the relative size average for a customer that we can present this to?
2: Yeah. So what was another piece that we wanted to, part of our our mission designing and developing this product was to make sure that it was functional at all levels. So what that means is even down to the sole proprietor, we can bring value Um, and it's not going to be overkill. (laughs) if you're a sole proprietor or a small team within a small business or a small business, but it's also going to be something functional up to the large scale. So, and what what we're seeing is pretty spread across the board. So if it's at the large scale enterprise level, we're seeing teams within those large enterprises where they can deploy Phalanx and find. And, you know, for our MSP customers, they're pushing, you know, a lot of smaller businesses. And again, there's some of them that are pushing them to teams within organizations, some that are pushing to the entire organization. Um, But what's, great about what we built is there is no cap on how small you can go Again, it's there's a sole proprietor we can bring them value and protect their data um, if it's a small business you know again we can bring value without them you know needing to have some sort of terminal essentially that's protecting this this boundary for them that you know it's like oh we got three laptops over here and you know, we're a coffee <laughs> you know or something like that um, so that's you know again a big thing about what we wanted to do sure that we can serve smbs can serve the mid-market um obviously we will serve large scale enterprise but particularly through the msp lens all customers are potential customers
0: all right well that sounds fantastic i may have to give that a look i've got some law firms that uh, need their stuff taken care of so ian thank you very much for spending a few moments with me and for those that are listening uh ian garrett the founder and ceo of phalanx Spelled
2: P-H-A-L-A-N-X. It's
0: a weird little name and spelling.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank, thanks for... Uh, yeah, so the, the name is actually based off of the ancient military form. Okay. In <laughs> Greek, but formation. All right,
0: sounds good. Well, Ian, uh, hope to see you in Orlando and see if you can make the final three and pitch yourself there in O-Town.
2: Yeah, hoping, hoping to be down there. And if anything... Say, so I got to get those dollar store steak knives. So. Yeah, you go. <laughs> We're in it to win it. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, thank you very much, Ian. And folks, thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. We'll be back with more Pitch It and more things to help you run your business. And uh, we'll see you soon. And until then, holla.